just um, sorting out a playlist of some some intro songs so that it's not just two minutes of silence. Although um, well, we're having trouble listening to this one. Right, we'll just have to listen to that one again. It's uh, if anyone's interested, it's called Prairie, and it's supposed to be gentle and reflective. Everyone's decided to start working, you know. Sounds like Taxi on Heroin. I don't know what that is, Simon. Welcome. Hello. Hello, Sam. I was just saying that it sounded like Taxi on Heroin. What's Taxi on Heroin? That music. You know the uh, you know the old uh, sitcom with uh, Danny DeVito and, um, um, and the other people in it. You remember the one set in the taxi firm in... Um, I've got no idea of this, this one. Ah, um, oh, you missed a trick oh, there. It was brilliant. Is it a sacred yeah. cow? It is a sacred cow. Everybody thinks Taxi's brilliant, but it was actually dreadful. So, um, but that, the music sounded just like that. Oh well, that that was um, some music of my own choosing. I made, I gave you a little teaser of it. Um, uh, well, I didn't even give you a teaser. I just said it was kind of sort of vaguely country sounding. I thought yeah. it'd be quite nice. Um, I, I couldn't get the um, the craftwork song that you requested, so sorry about that. Oh no, oh no. Well, you know, I mean, we'll do without it for now. But I mean, it's to be honest, it's frankly, it's killed killed the mood for me, really. So the country's killed um, the mood. Everything's killed the mood. The fact that I can't get the craftwork song, the fact that there's the C nineteen virus. You know, yeah. all all of that stuff. You know, it's all it's all part of a spectrum, isn't it? And uh, well, I suppose and, and it I'm is. So it, so. Maybe I should build up your spirits with this. Um, Callum from Leeds messaged in. Um, uh, we need to oh, give yeah. him a thank you. Yeah, he sent in some um, 
some uh, other foods that he struggled um, pronouncing. Uh, he said uh, that mm -hmm. I think it's pronounced ciabatta. The bread is a kind of bread, but he he said that oh ciabatta. Yes. Yeah, ciabatta. Yeah, no, no, he's he's got it all wrong, hasn't he? Yeah, it's ciabatta. Um, I mean, I've I've heard people say ciabatta. But yeah, yeah, it's actually Siabata. So um, what what he needs to do is he'd say it was Callum. Yeah, from Leeds. Yeah, what Callum needs to do is the next time he goes into a delicatessen in Leeds, I think I think they have them there, um, and and obviously when they're open, is he needs to ask for some Siabata, and uh, and they'll they'll see him right. I'm sure. Okay, well, um, if he if he's listening, I'm not I'm not sure if he is, but he can listen yeah. back to this podcast and ruminate yeah. on some of the feedback we've given him. Um, I've also got here to say that we predicted the Kings of Leon's comeback. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we did say that they the, that they hadn't done much for ages, and of course, um, they dropped the the acoustic thing, didn't they? The acoustic video. Yeah, it, it, I think it's loosely based about around um, kicking the the germs' ass. Was it really? I mean, I, I got about ten seconds into it and thought. Oh, I thought it was so. insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, like ev almost everything they've released since about two thousand and eight. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't be asked to be honest, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, good luck to them. You know, I mean, uh, you know, the fact that they've the managed good to get that. Well, that yeah, and the fact they've managed to get like four crowned heads of state all in one band. I mean, you know, that, yeah. that's equivalent to like a supergroup, isn't it? You know, I think it is. Yeah, I'm not sure where Leon is though. Um, now, know. listeners, you might realise that Simon's voice sounds crystal clear, and that's because he spent all the advert money from the first episode buying mm. a new con conden condensation mic. Um, it's a new condenser mic. Yeah, it's a it's a newer um, uh, BM eight thousand, I think. Um, oh yeah, the eight thousand. Yeah, and it's and it's on its own kind of like extendable arm, and I've got a pop guard and everything, and it's it's just. Did you just say pop again? Pop guard, yeah. Wow, I couldn't even hear it. Yeah, and it's it's All I so heard was the word guard. It's so amazing that when you sent me the uh, the link to uh, join in with the podcast, uh, it immediately said on my laptop that I had to go back to my iPhone. So I'm actually talking through the iPhone at the minute. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so I'm not using the mic at all. So uh, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? Um, actually, if if I host a podcast on my laptop, I can use the mic. But if you call me into your podcast, I've got to be on the phone. So it's You've not, got to be on the phone, a phone in. Yeah. So actually, it is literally a phone in. I actually have to phone in this um, this comedy, which I think a lot of people might think that I've actually done that. But uh, but yeah. So, well, it's uh, a nice a nice start to the podcast. A phone in from um, mm. from Simon. Yeah, and and I, I just behind I just the scenes, to... a behind the scenes look into how we work. It is, yeah. Have we actually started the show yet? I think we've started. Oh, wait a minute. No, should I officially start the show? Yeah, you officially start it, and then I've got an announcement to make. Oh, okay. Well, there's that to look forward to. Yeah. So there we are. Your, ed was... your editing skills are incredible. That that was literally just how I imagined it when I was a child. I mean, it was. Well, I, I exported it. Um, I'm glad you noticed. I exported it as a <coughs> .flac file, uh, which stands for fucking lossless audio codec. Um, Good for you. Good as as if it's not one terabyte a second, it's a waste of time. I can barely yeah. hear what people are singing on MP3. It it just it just sounds like someone rustling a plastic bag with all the drums and everything bleeding together. It, I can't. It does. It. I mean, I listened to Ashley Tisdale on MP3 the other day, and it literally sounded like a rubber glove being scraped along a, a kitchen work surface. Made so a of bit like Vanessa, a bit like Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> what Vanessa? <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens being scraped across the four Michael worktop. Oh, I was implying her music compared to Ashley's was like a rubber glove being scraped across um, a four Michael yeah. worktop. Well, what's that laminate? Is that the laminate stuff is four Michael? Or what, what am I thinking I, of? I think that they're they're, they're synonymous, aren't they? Uh, uh, laminate and uh, four Michael, aren't they? One in one of the same pod. Uh, maybe one of the listeners could could message in after looking mm. that up. Um, it, 
It's funny you should say that because I then listened to um, Ashley Tisdale actually on on you know vinyl. Yeah, and she, and she still sounded like a rubber glove being dragged along a, a, a kitchen surface made of formite. So there you go. So you learn something. That's not fair, today. Simon. That's not no, fair. No, it's not. I, I only put, did she puts it, her heart into that. I only did it to get a laugh, to be honest. So uh, well, I'm upset now. But anyway, I just I just need to tell you something. Um, are we going on till five thirty? Um, Maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll see how much material we've got. Well, the, the only reason I, I let you know, because I might have to knock it on the head at 5.30, because um, have you ever watched The Great British Railway Journey? Um, no, I've, I've seen, I've seen the uh, tramways and I've seen the barges, but not the yeah. railways. Well, this is Michael Portillo, the, the ex-Conservative MP. Mm. He's the man who would be king, you see, because he, he could have been the Prime Minister um, if, he oh. plays, if he'd played his cards right. But basically what he does, Michael Portillo, is he, um, he, he sort of gets on a train... And then he sort of goes on the train and then he gets off and then he has an adventure with a man and then he gets back on the train and then he kind of carries on going. And that, okay. that's, basically, that's basically what every episode is. Um, but there are two reasons to watch, right? And the first reason is that um, he often wears very violently clashing trouser shirt and jacket um, combinations. Brilliant. So, so what what you can do is if you go to the TV Times, they have a bingo card that's mm. basically just colours. It's like one of those Dulux swatch card things. And then what you do is you scratch off your colours, and if they match what he's wearing, you win a week's holiday for two in the Isle of Sheppey. Really? Yeah. The second. What colours have you got? Um, well, the second prize is two weeks holiday in the Isle of Sheppey. Um, wow. But yeah, my, my, my colours that I've got, my colours I have are red, green uh, and purple. So red for the trousers, green for the jacket and purple for the shirt. And if I get that right, then I win the prize. Well, it's interesting you've moved the topic on to fashion and good luck with your competition. It is. Um, Shall I do my second reason to, to watch it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot there was another one. It's 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 yeah. It's it's just a counting thing, isn't it? Um, but anyway, so uh, the second reason. This we should is have the only to count to three, shouldn't we? This is the only material I've actually written, so it's it's worth me doing it. Um, and the second reason is is because today's episode he's going from um, Finsbury Park to Stevenage. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, and as you know, there are two ways. You can either go Finsbury Park straight up to Stevenage yeah. or you can go Finsbury Park and then do like the slow loop round. The, the Hatfield, the Welling North. Cuffley and all that type, you know. So yeah. the thing is, is that we literally don't know which one he's going to do. And I've scoured the teletext to find out what he's going to do. And literally, I have no idea what he's going to do today. So that's my second reason. It's because you just never know what he's going to do. Is he going to take the straight route? Or is he going to take the long way around? We just don't know. Go off the beaten track. Well, that's it, yeah. I've just looked on um, Betfred and they're they're not accepting odds on, on Portillo's railway journeys. So... I was going to look up the odds to see what was more likely. They know something. That's the thing. They know something. They always do, don't they? Bet Fred. They're always in the know, aren't they? Yeah, well, I got an email from Fred the other day saying that. Oh, did what? What, Bet Fred? Yeah. Is that his name, Bet Fred? Yeah, it it, it was really weird. It went straight into my junk folder. and At first, I thought it was junk, but I looked at it. And, um, yeah, no, it just says they they always know something. It just said we always know something, Bet Fred. Did he? Did he change it by deed poll? I don't know. I think he might. I imagine he would have done. He's, it was it's like Greg, isn't it, from Greg's. Yeah, they're sneaky fuckers, aren't they? They do something like that. That's exactly the kind of thing they do behind your back. Always on the wangle you know I mean? with the deed poll. Always on the wangle. That's the it's the oldest trick in the book, isn't it? The old Bet Fred email change name by deed poll wangle. <laughs> it's a anyway, classic wangle. I, it's a classic wangle, yeah. I've got to the bottom of my sheet of A4, so you can do something now. Right, well, um, we you briefly touched upon um, railway journeys. You were talking about Portillo's fashion. I did, didn't I? Yeah, um, I did, yeah. And I, I wonder, I mean, I, I've the longest railway journey I've ever taken is from Scotland um, back back home oh, yeah. to England. Um, 
and I, I was I was sort of wondering if we you know we've said here that it's the Scottish episode, so that could kick yeah. off Scotch proceedings. Um, well, it can do. And uh, it says here one of the items is you've managed to um, you've managed to source an interview with the Scotch fashion designer Sandy Toxvig. <laughs> Uh, Sandy McTamish, his name is. Yes, oh. Sandy McTamish. Have you got that on MP3 or? I have got that on MP3. Yeah, there's a there's a little jingle that that starts at the beginning of it, I believe. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. as soon as soon as that finishes, I then uh, start talking about Sandy McTamish, and there's... then Sandy McTamish <laughs> responds to my questions. There's there's not a jingle. Is there not a jingle? Item. No, it's the it's the Scottish or rubbish item that there's a jingle for. Um, I'm just I could make one up. Well, wait a minute. Hold on a minute, because I'm on free sound at the minute. Let me see if I can find the bagpipe one that I. Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean I wonder if other people listening to this might think that we haven't really organised shit, but. No, we've we've spent hours organising this. It's just w- w- I, lost have, in yeah. translation. Yeah, let me the just Scottish find it. I mean, well, if we if we just kind of talk, and I'll see if I can find the bagpipe thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. the. The idea was that um, coming up after this, I was going to do yeah. a feature called Scottish or Rubbish, where where you yeah. where you listen to a number of um, uh, stories regarding Scottish folklore, and one of them is completely made up. It's bollocks. Yeah, um, and uh, and the other two are real folklore that's also made up and bollocks, but um, oh, I see. genuine bollocks rather than stuff that I've made. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, no, and the jingle was was for that. Yeah, um, how's how's the search coming along? It's going along really well, but of course I've got headphones on. Oh, um, oh, well, no, wait a minute, hold on a minute. No, I got an idea. Wait a minute, I'll just I just need to pull something out. Oh, there we go. Right, I've got I've got one now. If I just whack the sound up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So we're going to start the jingle now, okay? Hold on a minute. Three, two, one. No, it it doesn't work quite like that. When I said it was going to happen, it's going to happen any minute now. It's going to be worth the wait, ladies and gentlemen. It will be, yeah. Uh, Right, here we go. So here's the little jingle. So I've sourced an interview uh, with Sandy McTamish, and this is how it starts. Can you hear that? I can. And and this is... This is the actual in- interview. I this is yeah. Turning. In okay. Oh, here we are. Here we go. Um, and so yeah, here we are then. Um, uh, my name's Simon, and today my guest is the uh, renowned Scottish fashion designer Sandy McTamish. Are you there, Sandy? I'm I'm, re- I'm reading you loud and clear, Simon. I can I can hear you. I can hear your dulcet tones there, Sandy. Um, have you come far today? I have, yes. I've I've come along a, a gorgeous train route all the way up from Finsbury Park. Have you really? Did you see a man wearing multicoloured clothing? I did, uh, nay. I'm sorry. All oh, right, okay. Well, because you I would dress him more accordingly. I was going to say you could have given him some uh, fashion uh, fashion tips, fascist tips as well. You could well, have I, given I him could. some fascist tips as well as some fashion tips. Anyway, Sandy, I've got some questions for you. Are you sitting comfortably? I am. Yes. Good. Well, Sandy, my first question is: Where and when did you first develop an interest in fashion? Well, um, shortly after I started wearing uh, c- clothing, I, I was um, watching a special on QVC with my ma regarding mm-hmm. postpartum fashion, and it looked disastrous, and I vowed in a very serious way for a baby that I would design a line of postnatal gowns that would make a new mum feel glam and very chic. Oh, right. And, and, and what did that look like then? What, what was this clothing like then? Well, it looks stupendous. Um, you know, I tried to incorporate a number of Scottish items into all of all of my projects. Um, oh yes, and this it was the colour of iron brew. The the colour what? Sorry, of of a colour. <laughs> <laughs> just... iron brew. Oh, iron brew. Oh, that's Aye. one. That's one of the. Uh, is that the single malt iron brew? 
I think this one was a wee blended one, a little bit. Oh, was a blended one, and yeah. A bit more harsh on the palate. I see. And Iron Brew, if I remember rightly, uh, that's sort of a kind of a, a sort of a, a yellowy, orangey kind of colour, is that? Yeah, is that with it? flecks of brown and bubbles and, and such. Yes. I, I often get it confused with tunnocks and, and their tea cakes and their caramel wafer biscuit. Uh, well, if you ask me a few more questions, things. I may move on to that subject. <laughs> okay. Um, so what what is it about Scottish fashion that attracted you to it then? It, it wasn't a, an attraction to begin with. It, 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 was, it was a lack of Scotchness. Um, that's yes. Scotchness, not Lochness, in, in fashion at the time that made me want to do what I do. Uh, for instance, my first maternity range featured yeah. a garment with a foil upper section and panel in red and silver to make the breast sections resemble a pair of Tunnock's tea cakes. Good Lord, so you actually almost like Madonna with her conical uh, uh, breast um, pointy uh, accoutrements. Augmentation. Augmentation. And was there, in the Tunnock's tea cakes, was there a, a white whipped fondant uh, filling? No, simply te. <laughs> Just <laughs> wireframe and tap. <laughs> I hope I hope that answers your question. Are you, are you present? I think we had a mic problem there for a minute. Um <laughs> the new condensator. Yeah. Okay. I'll go on to my next question. Where do you stand on kilts? In the middle of them before I put them on. All right, yes, of course. And 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 what what is your feeling about the kilt? Because of course it is a it is a skirt for a man, uh, and um, generally speaking, that's not often um, a, a, a combination which uh, which applies in in society. Where, where whereabouts do you feel there should be more kilts or less? Or well, there's that the old number? joke. There's that old joke, isn't there? It says kilt what you get if you say a scottish man's wearing a skirt um you know they don't mm -hmm. like to be reminded that it's typically feminine i mean i i wear a kilt um it's very airy very hairy very <laughs> very breezy, breezy. Is, is it really tremendously I think there's, somebody's put some helium into the room there for a minute mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i i have to say i've i've never worn a kilt but uh then i've never been to kilmarnock so i i suppose you know there, there's always uh you know the opportunity to um you know to do both yeah probably. to kilt some time yes that's right now my next question uh is is rather a cheeky one but what the f is a fucking sporin a sporin how are yes. you spelling that? How am I spelling it? Um, well, generally speaking, the kind of synapses all kind of connect together. And then mm. what I do is I kind of use my memory, kind of like a muscle memory of spelling. And then what I do is I, I, it, it, I mean, I, I can't really explain it, but, the, but then I just get the letters on the page. So that's how I'm spelling it. Well, that's given me some time to find my response for that question. Um, has it really? It has. Oh, well, that's just handy, enough time. A sporin. I'm more part of uh, the contemporary school of Scotch fashion, but yeah. if I were to come up with something off the cuff, I might describe it as um, uh, the sporin Scottish Gaelic for purse, a traditional part of male Scottish Highland dress. is a pouch that performs the same function as pockets on a pocketless kilt. Made of <sighs> leather or fur, the ornamentation of the sporin is chosen to complement the formality of the dress worn with it. The sporin is worn on a leather strap mm -hmm. or chain conventionally positioned in front of the groin of the wearer, and since the traditional kilt does not have pockets the sporran serves as a wallet and a container for any other necessary personal items it's essentially mm. a survival of the common european medieval belt pouch superseded elsewhere as clothing came to have pockets but continuing <laughs> in the scottish highlands mm -hmm. because of a lack of these accessories in traditional dress the sporran hangs below the belt buckle yeah. and much effort is made to match their style and designs together uh cheers for that um, That's all right. I'm, I'm glad I asked you that question. Uh, right, number five. Do you have your own tartan? My family do, uh, yes, but I've been trying to cut down on my overuse of obvious fabrics, trying to reduce my tartan footprint. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's that's very in these days. I think that's incredibly important. I, that's right. In fact, I had a Greta Thunberg email. Um, it yeah. went straight to my junk, but I looked at it anyway, and it, it just said, "Well done for your your uh, lowering of your tartan footprint, Greta." Oh, it's always nice to get something personal from Greta, you know, isn't it? She she changed her name by deed, Paul. Did she really? Aye. All oh, right. What to Greta? Aye. From something else? I, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. I imagine it would have been. That's often the transition, isn't it? From Aye. one thing to another. That's that's where change often occurs, doesn't it? Um, it's it's interesting you should say that because. Uh, I've I've uh, I've stopped stepping on the little blue pieces of uh, material that used to go in between two pieces of paper, so you could copy one thing to another. So I've reduced my carbon footprint too. Oh, that's that's incredible. That's good to hear. I mean, we we we're all about sustainability. Yes, that's right. Um, I'm so <laughs> glad I did that joke because. Uh, um, that'll be lost on about 97% of the population. Um, but there you go. Anyway, so question six. What next for Scottish fashion? Oh, what's next? Um, I think that technology moves pretty fast. So there, you know, with, with this updated world, uh, there's updated worldwide web pages, which is mm -hmm. easy for me to see. Um, it is, yes. Of, of the future that could mean that fashion makes its way off the high street and could well enter the realm of internet stores and shops. And I think that Scot Scotland being a tailblazer of technological wonderment, we yes. can move uh, retail from the high street onto the webnet. Onto the webnet. Well, I mean, Scotland has is, is, is been synonymous with uh, engineering invention for so many years. I mean, the, the bridge... The, the Scotch Bridge. The Scotch Bridge, the steam engine, the... Um, the Scotch Egg. The Scotch Egg. The Scotch the Tape. Scotch Tape. Um, the Scotch Rumour. That was another invention, wasn't it? Um, yeah, uh, the Scotch Pie, of course, which is uh, innovative in the sense that it has two small holes at the top and a flanged uh, outer uh, area. Which is a, interesting. A, a crimped rim. <laughs> a crimped rim. Yeah, that's exactly it. I was, I was, I was floundering there for the correct um, expression. Um, but of course, Scotland and and its uh, food uh, industry have been uh, famous for uh, crimped rimming for many, many, many years now, haven't they? Oh, they were trailblazers. They were trailblazers in the rim crimping game. That's for sure. I, I I use that as a yeah. I use that as a technique in some of my uh, clothing as a nod to that Scottish pastime of rim crimping. So I've heard. <laughs> so, uh, do you like a wee dram? Oh, I do I like a Scotch whisky very occasionally? Did you know? Yeah. That to no. get to to get a single malt barrel so delicate uh -huh. and smooth of whiskey yes. it actually takes three whole years to pour it out <laughs> does it really i, I, I never knew to that. maintain the smoothity i thought it took <laughs> are you there <laughs> are you out there i <laughs> you... Are you taking the pressure? I'm sorry, I've just no, I've just had some bad news. That's all. I'm, uh, uh, but no, I'm okay now. Um, and so, uh, my final question for you is: Have you ever got to Falkirk? Um, I've not, and neither do I mention long defunct uh, single series comedies of the early 1990s. Do you not? No. Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, there you go then. Um, we do have actually uh, a, a caller. Um, this is Easterly Witch, uh, who who says, I think in response to the tartan question, so it's a purse, a skirt with a purse. Oh, yeah, I'd welcome that question. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a very technical question, but I think that... Technically, uh, it's a statement. Te technically it's a technical statement i think but i i think definitely 
if I was going to encapsulate what a sparring was in in a lot less words than, yeah, than you it, did, I definitely a skirty purse. A skirt with a purse. It's a, it's a skirt, a skirty purse. Yeah, um, without a crimped rim as, with, as well. I, I believe. <laughs> no. Well, I'm, I'm afraid I've got, <laughs> right. I've got to hook back on my team at Stevenage all the way up. Uh, all right. Okay. I'll see you uh, later. Just let me. Do... All right, hold on a sec. Um, and as, here we and go. Uh, um, so, and thank... as, as I as I get my team, I'll listen to some Scottish jingles. Or here we go. Here I go. Here Goodbye. Go. Thank you thank very you. much, Sandy. It's been a pleasure you're, to talk to you. You're more than really welcome. Bye. Yes, Bye okay. now. Bye. 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 Stop. Stop talking. Wow. That. I tell you what. There I, you I, go. I, that was that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. It was I was silent for that entire interview. It's good to get an insight yeah, you into were. the world of Scotch fashion. It was, wasn't it? I mean, I thought it was fascinating to hear what he had to say. Um, yeah. You know, but I mean, I, I was happy that I, that we had the subtitles as well because otherwise it might have been quite yeah, difficult. Yeah, our, so. our, um, our deaf listeners, yeah, we like to be inclusive. Um, yeah, now, I definitely know. I've, I've made a game to you. Then? Um, oh, good, you, yeah. I nearly called you Stephen then, it's Simon. <laughs> It is Simon, yes, it is, yes. Um, I haven't changed my name to Greta yet. By deed poll. Let me check by, my job. By no poll, by no, no poll at all, no. Um, right, so the, the next feature is called Scottish or Rubbish. I'll explain the rules. Um, okay. They are as follows. You have to determine whether yep. the story I read you is an actual Scottish piece of folklore or it's a load of rubbish that I've made up. There will only be three of them and you tell me at the end, Okay. Right, okay, yeah. One rubbish, two Scottish. Let's hear the jingle. So, uh, as you all know, that... Incredible, that is incredible. (laughs) It signifies um, the start of Scottish or rubbish. Yeah. Um, Are you ready, Simon, for your first... Story. I'm ready as I'll ever be. The burned boy of Castle Balverde. During Have you the started? Time I've begun. Oh, sorry. I just thought you just wanted to say some random shit. Anyway, go on. <laughs> the burned boy of Castle Balverde. During a time of great poverty, a boy of a humble Perthshire dwelling was caught up to the castle by, was called up to the castle by the local feudal <clears throat> baron to tend the fire that was cooking his morning meal while he went out to hunt. Now, when the baron left, the child reached into the bubbling pot of oats and took a hearty portion for his hunger, though he was not alone. And one of the baron's minions had witnessed the theft and cast the boy into the very flames that heated the great pot, for it was merely a test to see if the feudal baron could trust the townspeople. Castle Balverde still stands to this day, five kilometres south of Abernethy. The ghost of the burnt child is said to haunt the ruins at dawn as you take breakfast. So that was number so, one. Don't say whether it's true or false yet. All right, I'll get me post-its. Hold on a minute, because I have to right. write that down, won't I? So that was the burnt boy of Castle Balverde. Yeah, right. Go on now. Um, the next one's called Mr Sourworm. Uh-huh. Mr. Sourworm is a sea serpent that can destroy plants with its breath. Every Saturday at sunrise, the sourworm would wake and open his cavernous mouth and yawn nine times. Mm. He would then demand a meal of seven virgins, for as the old tale records, although he was a venomous beast, he liked a dainty taste. <laughs> that, was, that was Mr. Sourworm. Mr. Sourworm. Yeah, okay. And and the final one. Yeah. The ghost piper of Clanyard Bay. <clears throat> right. In in days gone by a dark network of tunnels was said to extend from the cove of Grenan to the cliffs of Clanyard Bay, near Stranraer Moreran. Locals believe that fairies lived in these tunnels and caves, but no one dared to go inside and disturb them until one day a lone piper boldly entered the caves. He played the pipes loudly and became accompanied by a faithful brown dog. The music droned on for hours, 
as bagpipe music typically does, slowly fading away until it could not be heard. Suddenly, the dog ran out of the cave, terrified and howling, and without any of its fur. The piper was never seen again, although the caves are now long gone. On summer nights, passers-by have heard the distant sound of bagpipes coming from deep underground. Mm. So there we have it, the three um, pieces of folklore, two yeah. of them absolutely real. Two of them are absolutely real, are they? Right, okay. Yeah. Um, do, you re- do you remember Call My Bluff with Robert Robinson? No, I was born in 1993. Oh, <laughs> right. Well, um, basically, uh, what would happen is that you'd, you'd have a word and then th- people would have to try to guess if it was uh, what the definition was. And, uh, and that's oh. complete. Yeah. Yeah, I know, the, I know the one. One of them, yeah, yeah it's, it's basically a rip-off of that with a Scotch twist. They had to take it off eventually because there was like a horrible murder and like somebody got stabbed in the throat during it. And it was like, if you go on YouTube, you can actually watch the episode where the person gets stabbed in the throat. I don't I think it was oh, like right. Ian, Ian Ogilvie or it was, I don't know, um, uh, Kenneth Tynan or somebody. And there was like blood all over the camera and stuff. Wow. You should, ch- you should check it out. It's really good. That um, will do. Yeah. It's, it's, it, you, if you go on YouTube and you, you look for Call My Bluff Murder... And then it's up there, but it was it was live on BBC, and there was like all blood up the walls and nothing guts. they could do. There was nothing they could do. No, they just cut to a, they cut to Test like card. No, I think it was either that or Sound of Music. I think they just put on something like Feel Good yeah. to get everyone happy. Et again maybe after the yeah after the death thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, right. So what was the game again? So two of them were real, and one of <laughs> two them of them is... real. One right. made up by me. Well, I'm going to go backwards on this one. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so the third story was the story of the tunnel fairies, and yeah. there was there was a brown dog, and there were locals. There were, and the, and the way that you read it, and and the sort of. Um, you know, just just like the kind of the 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 idea that they could be tunnels and that people could believe in fairies, and I've seen a brown dog before makes me think that number three was true. Okay. Okay. Number two, uh, Mister Sourworm. He was a, a some weird mythical creature, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Now destroying I... plants with his breath. Now, I know about weird, mysterious creatures because they're called selkies, aren't they? And I believe yep. that mermaids are supposedly um, Scottish selkies. So I know about this, and mm. Mr. Sourworm sounds like a made-up name, like a Dr. Zeus name, but I still <laughs> it does, think... It? it does, but I still think it's true. The first one... It was so fucking long ago, I can't even remember what happened, did it? Um, but boy I, I making do... porridge. Um, oh, and he got stole burnt, from a feudal baron. Oh yeah. Well, I tell you what, you had the name Abernaki in it, and yeah. I thought that sounds like a comedy name. So, yeah. I, on the basis that they all sound fairly silly, but the first one had the name Abernaki in it, so I'm going for number one as being bollocks, and the and two and three being true. Well, Simon, you've beat me. You got it. Oh, right. really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. And do you know what the weird thing was? It, Abernathy is a real place. Is it really? The, car- so the castle my... is five kilometres away. Yeah. Although there oh. was no feudal baron. So I got it right, but I got it right for the wrong reasons, didn't I? No, you still got it right. I'd I'd be happy with that. Do I win the the one week in uh, the Isle of Sheppey then? No, you win. Um, you win Scotland. <laughs> what all of it? Yeah. Oh right. Um, what's the second prize? Um, is, it, is it Wales? I no, I don't think there is a second prize because if if you come second, you've lost. Oh, I'll have Scotland then. Yeah, I'll have Scotland. All right. Yeah. No, that that's fine. I, oh no. I like, no. What? If you if you lost, it says you win a speedboat. See, that's tricky. You see, you've. I'm thinking now. Do I want Scotland or a speedboat? Because if I if I wanted to like get over to sort of Norway, I I'd, I'd be fucked if I tried to do it with with uh, just Scotland with Scotland because it ain't it ain't going anywhere, is it? I mean, it's very stationary. It. Yeah, but if 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 I but if I wanted to um, 
go shopping for um for example if i wanted to visit the uh, baxter's soup factory at Fockabers um near inverness i'd be better off having scotland Superb factory what at Fockabers, the baxter's yeah. factory yeah. yeah i mean just the name Fockabers. do you know what i mean you you go all just the way you in the mood for soup well, it's north of the, the Cairngorms. You drive through the the Spay, uh, the Speyside Whiskey District, and at the end is your prize, is the Baxter's Soup Factory at Fockabers, and mm. uh, and you get to say Fockabers as well. So uh, yeah, I'll have. <laughs> I'm Scotland. having a great time in Fockabers. I'll have I'll have Scotland. I'll I'll get rid of the heroin and the deep fried Mars bars and the uh, and and the you know the the lower. Um, uh, uh, death uh, rate age thing and I'll I'll just you know you'd hire you know, the death you'd raise the death rate in Scotland <laughs> no I'd, I'd, I'd uh, you know the what is it the age of living I can't remember what's, what's it what's I can't it remember now? the phrase for it um, you, oh the, god what is that the the GDP long GDP no oh god I'll forget gross about it death product I don't know what um, are we doing now then what are we doing now well I I'm going to stay on Scotland. I, I'm okay. sorry, everyone. Um, because right. we thought we thought that there was a sacred cow within the the bathroom um, arena. Oh yeah, I remember this bit. Yeah, and I didn't get this idea while I was just sitting there trying to think of things while I was in the bathroom and saw this. Um, no, it's the sacred cow that is the legend um, of porcelain, Armitage Shanks. Um, yeah. I've got a jingle. Have you got a ji- oh, you have got a jingle. Okay. I've got a jingle I'll for this one. I'll stop talking then. Facts about, Facts about Armitage Shanks. They get better. There's like a kind of an exponential sort of thing about these jingles. Well, it's because I was working on them in time order. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, I, I can see it's 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 working for you, isn't it? Anyway, what what are we going to talk about with Armitage sorry. Shanks then? Um, Armitage uh, Shanks. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll start with this. The first yeah. fact is that um, in Scottish slang, there's a word yeah. for a toilet, shunky, which apparently oh, right. features in Train Spotting. Um, oh yeah. They the dirty toilet uh, that. The little the little man falls down. I mean, I I know I, I fell asleep in train spot, and the end was a bit weird though. Um, yeah, you didn't miss much when he was getting like whipped by the Viet Cong, and then he ended up sort of on a motorbike in some town in in America, and he had some thing with a cop, and he drove up into the mountains and shot them, and it was it was really oh, odd. Oh God, yeah, um, no, yeah, I know what you mean. But shunky actually mm-hmm. derives from the Shanks element of the name Armitage Shanks. Does it really? Yeah, shunky, shanky, shanks, shanks. Oh, sort of I thing. can I can see how it works. Yeah, that's good. yeah, sort of slurred. Um, yeah, and uh, Shanks was was a Scottish man, and he mm-hmm. started as an apprentice plumber in Paisley in 1848. Oh right, yeah, and um, and in just five years, i.e. by 1853, yeah, he'd set up his own plumbing supply shop, all all off his own back. Right, and that was his, you know, from apprentice to plumbing supplies owner. He he, he was already at the top of his game. Yeah. Um, uh, he he then uh, went on to um, take a back seat in proceedings and uh, mm-hmm. allowed other people to do the plumbing. And eventually, uh, there was some stuff where he worked with a brass manufacturers to do the the nice ornamentation and and flushes on his did, toilet. Did systems. you say did you say brass or bras? Brass. No, no oh, brass. brass. No, no tonics bra. I thought we were back to that again. Sorry. No. <laughs> well, we, I thought we might be. I mean, you it know, should be. Yeah, it's the internal lo- The internal logic of this means that we could definitely double back to tonic bras. But anyway, go on. Sorry. Um, well, I'll I'll skip ahead for most of his life because it's quite boring. You know, just working with porcelain and, and uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. People don't like that. I've also got no. this. He died in 1895, and he had right. tried. He tried to take out over 100 patents at that point. Although there's mm. little evidence to suggest that that played any part in his death. Well, I mean, you know, it, there's endless, endless rumours, aren't there, about how he died? 
What, um, Shanks? Shao Shanks died, yeah. I mean, yeah. he just went down to pan, really, didn't he? I thought he... Didn't he wash up on a beach? I think he did, yeah. I think he... I think sure. Or was that Amelia Earhart? I don't know. I think it was Shanks, because the Shaw, Shaw Shanks... No. Was that about <laughs> Oh, him? I see what oh, you've done there. Yeah, I've, I've gone on a very, very loose um, link. Incredibly loose, yeah. Or almost <laughs> practically in different time zones. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, is this is Armitage Shanks a, a sacred cow then? I think so. I mean, um, Callum from Leeds um, mm. emailed in saying that he'd only lived in one flat that didn't have Armitage Shanks on the on the porcelainware. Oh right. Um, so I mean, if that's anything, I don't know how many flats he's lived in though. That's the thing. Well, Callum is the voice of reason, isn't he? So, I mean... Callum from Leeds is, is mm. I think, it says here he's our third biggest fan on the... Um, really? Wow. Yeah, the, yeah. the other two must be like Steve Wozniak and Bill Gates, then, if that's the case. Yeah. Well, I'm still waiting for an email back from mm. Wozniak. I sent them the... Um, yeah. The... Uh, podcast so that, that they could review it. I, I cc'd in Steve Jobs as well, but I've heard nothing back. Um, they're probably no. busy. Probably um, busy. Yeah. Giving to charity, as you think. Yeah. Well, they all are at the moment, or doing gigs from their front rooms. That's right. I mean, Bill Gates did a gig, didn't he? With uh, um, yeah, with uh, with um, S Club Seven, didn't he? he was because he, they were one short. Yeah, uh, I think because one of them was like self-isolating, so Bill joined S Club Seven, um, and they yeah they, on a Skype room or something. Yeah, and they there, they did they? a they did a few songs, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they I, they didn't do any S Club tunes though, because I I've watched I've been so bored. I watched the live cast of it, and um, yeah, it God, it was painful. I mean, they were just doing um, <coughs> Bill Gates's favourites. What um, Einstein's and Neubarten, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean that um, Das Model. By oh, work well, the Craftwork, yeah. Yeah, oh, back yeah, to Craftwork. I, I mean, you I would have liked that yeah. one. Jethro Tull. Yeah, the Aqualung. A lot of Tull, a lot of, uh, lot of Primal Scream. Was he into Primal Scream? I think he was, I think he was in Primal Scream, wasn't he, at one point? Another Still. Scottish band. Another Scottish... Well, that's it. I mean, we, we can't get away from Scotland today. We can't get away from the Scotch Connection. No, that's right. I mean, he was briefly in the Jesus and Mary chain because they went through so many drummers that Bill Gates, because um, cause he, uh, he designed the drum machine that they used on uh, Darklands and Automatic, I think. As well, oh, really? Yeah. Um, and he, he just turned up and said, um, he said... Uh, Can you do his accent? Well, he, he Bill said to Jim Reed, he said... Um, uh, you know, you should be like a top forty band, and Jim Reed said, yeah. "But we're not like that," and uh, and that was pretty much it. And then they they said, "You're welcome to try out your drums," because he did that tinfoil yeah. prototype with the circuit thing, and yeah, and he and he offered that to uh, to to Jim, but he said, "We're not like that," and uh, mm. and that was pretty much it. In fact, anything you ever said to Jim. As long as he could say the phrase, we're not like that. Um, it, it just worked out well for them. It just worked out well, yeah. So, um, but that's all Jim really could say, you know. I mean, he uh, he was a great, he's a great vocalist, but that's all he could say. Yeah, on the, on the, under the April skies. Yeah. It was just, it's, a, got, <laughs> it's got a few it's got, stock phrases that he goes through. Uh, yeah, either that or they're the only things that I can say in Jim Reed's accent. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it's the first one, though. I think it probably is the first one, yeah. Now, um, so where are we at now, then? We, we're going to take a detour from Scotland. Oh, we okay. All the way back, Simon, to the oh. times of the demigods. Now, ah. um, we mentioned one demigod that we think is a bit of a sacred cow. Um, I'd, I'd, I haven't got a jingle for this. I'll turn it into a kind of quiz for you, though. So which, um, on, which demigod's powers would you rather have? Okay, mm -hmm. so you've got demigod one. Incredible yeah. strength. Yeah. Demigod 2, he's a giant and a superhuman huntsman. Mm -hmm. Demigod 3, invincibility, um, apart from his heel, that's his main weakness. Right. Or Demigod 4, um, he can multiply bread and fish. I, I actually think that, you know, 
being invincible. Mm. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you know, having invincibility. I mean, something's going to get you eventually, isn't it? So on the yeah. hill, a snake, oh, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Um, incredible strength. I mean, you know, uh, people, you know, don't necessarily kind of like, you know, think that just because you're strong, that means you're strong-willed or have strong emotions. Yeah, or um, necessarily are a force for good. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I, we were nearly running out of bread this morning. And mm. to be honest, you know, if I could have said, look, we're not going out to the shops, particularly with C19. Yeah. If we could just, like, multiply the bread, that would be awesome. Um, and the same with fish, you know. I mean, last night, we, you know, we were going to have some... Wouldn't the uh, tank break? Wouldn't the tank break? What, with the fish? Yeah. Um, if you multiplied no, them... No. Well, no. This is the thing. You see, is that I, I was gonna. I went out to the to the garage, to the freezer, to see if we had any more salmon fillets, and we'd run out. And so, you know, but I really fancied salmon because you know it's kind of healthy. And if I could have multiplied the salmon, and and like you know, that that would. I mean, it would have been a miracle. But yeah, I think I think yeah, if I could multiply bread and fish, that that would definitely be something I'd want to do. Well, um, the quiz says that because you chose that option, your favourite demigod is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Really? Yeah, yeah. The other, oh, you, my God. If you'd chosen the strength, it would have been Hercules. The hunting, yeah. would have been, you'd have been Orion if you'd answered the quiz with that question. Orion who? Um, I think he's Irish, something Orion. Um, oh, just like, not like any Ryan, just Orion. Oh, Ryan. Uh, right, I don't know. And um, invincibility was Achilles, but his heel. Oh yeah, of course that was his one Achilles heel. Had yeah, one, he had an Achilles heel, didn't he? It makes sense. He, he should have. I mean, well, this is the thing. I mean, if you were Achilles, you'd think I'm gonna be all right. Oh fuck, no, I've got a heel. Mm. So you'd have you'd have them off, wouldn't you? You'd have the heels off straight away because you'd know that yeah. if you had the heels, somebody would get you. So you'd cut them out straight away, like yeah. You cut the invincibility around the heel, so it'd keep the yeah. weakness in like a lead box or something. So they'd go, ah, there's Achilles. Let's kill him. And you'd go, ah, no, mate, I haven't got an Achilles heel because I got no heels. That's why I walk around in 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 women's shoes. Because I haven't got any heels, I don't need them, because I've got the heels on the shoes, on my stilettos. That's it. And I, you should see some of the heels they're doing up in Scotland at the moment. There's what, fancy, Scottish heels? Scotch heels, yeah. Um, the front of the shoe's got a crimped rim, and uh, at, at, the, at the back yeah. of it, the, the heel element is just a deep-fried Mars bar. Is it really? <laughs> I, I mean, e either rim crimping or or crimp rimming. Uh, e either of those, that's a, that's a Scottish go-to, isn't it, in terms of fashion? It's. I think, yeah. It, if I see yeah. that. I mean, it, what was that Scottish band that used to have the tartan down the sides of the jeans? Um, the uh, Martha and the Vandellas. Yes, the Martha and the, the Bay City. Yeah. Oh, the Bay City Rollers. S a t u r d a y. Those ones. No, the very same. Um, I think oh. two of them got in trouble um, yeah. for some reason or another. Um, and it mm. wasn't to do with the rim crimping, let's just say that. Mm. But if you look at their shoes on top of the Pops 2 on BBC4 on a Friday night, you will yeah. see it's crimp rim galore. It, but was it crimp rim galore, was it? Crimp rim-tastic. You know I was in the Bay City Rollers, technically. You weren't? Yeah, I used to hide in the drums. Uh, and they, when oh. they weren't looking, I used to get in them because uh, I like being hit with a stick repeatedly. So uh, oh. and then and then they'd finish doing like the gig, and then I'd come out, and then they'd go, "Fucking out! You were in the drums all along. No wonder they all sounded like you know all dull and thick. Yeah, and a bit naff. Yeah, and I'd say, well, you should have bloody looked. You well, know, it, you should you should have looked. Check your, your snare, mate. Check, oh, you're yeah, in the snare. Check the bloody bass drum, mate, next and time you do a gig snare. and look out to see if I'm in there. Because, do you know what I mean? Because if you well, don't it's look... Funnily enough, um, yeah. there's, there's that famous um, quotation where uh, they were asked if Derek Longmuir was, um, was the best drummer in the world. And, oh, um, yeah. The, you know, the, the singer famously answered, Derek Longmuir isn't even the best drummer in the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> I, I've heard that joke somewhere before recently. I don't know where. And that was I, because you were in the drum. 
Yes, of course it was. Yeah, that's right. I think that constitutes a, a running joke. You need to remember that for episode three. Well, just that when we mention a band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just do, do the drummer joke again. Just, yeah. just do the drummer joke again. We'll, yeah, we'll soon have people shouting that at us in the streets. Lots of people are listening to us now, I think. We've got five. Five people. There's Sarah's pal, Suzanne, Katie's. Chili Jelly, Sandeep, Chili Jelly again. Kiss My Shades, I've got. Kiss My Shades. JC93. Oh, you've got more. Oh, have you got more on yours, have you? Yeah, I've got, I think there are five uh, that are still with us. And And other ones have passed through. They have, they passed through, yeah. I I mean, I can understand that, you know, to a certain extent. But uh, so we were talking about Jesus as a, as a, uh, as a somewhat of an owl. Yeah, well, sacred, I don't know, but, but he, look, here's yeah. a man who, he, all right, he can walk mm. on water. All yeah. right, he can multiply bread and fish. But yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold on the guy. I mean, he only lived to 30. He did, didn't he? I mean, he, you know, he, never, he never really kind of hit his stride, did he? No, you got the feeling that he was just about to like, break out into the mainstream. And then he was yeah. taken from. I do wonder though, if he wasn't taken so young, would he have had that that status? It's sort of like that Jim Morrison thing or that Kurt Cobain thing. Mm. You know, if he'd carried on with the miracles into his sixties, would Christianity have been so popular? I don't know because I mean the thing is, is that people would have got fed up with the with the miracles eventually, wouldn't they? Yeah, just like just like Smokey did, and um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he got fed up with them originally. He just became Smokey and the. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I say he'd had enough of the miracles, um, but no, I, I think you know with Jesus, you know, he he he, he would have gone very Las Vegas, wouldn't he? He would have ended yeah. up like in a residency, like doing you know the 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 water, the fish, the wine, you know. Yeah, and pe- while people he, have their dinner. Yeah, that's right, and then go off to like a fruit machine or a you know a, a casino or something. So yeah, he would have. I don't know, and then he would have got the crucifix out on stage, and he would have done the uh, look at me, you know, the arms but and the, and the, the nails. Another and issue I have: there always yeah. has to be an audience. I mean, it, it was, it was. Ne- you never hear about the miracles that he does, where it's sort of like just there because it's loving. He's, he's giving out these miracles. He always Little has miracles, to wait for yeah. a, the minor miracles. But and then he gets a massive crowd round, and then he's like, yeah. right, "See this water? Get a load of this." Uh, I think he was after it for the kudos. Kudos. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you go to the shops, there's no Easter eggs. Jesus is there. He says, wait a minute. And then he just does something with his arm, like with his, a wave of his hand. And then all mm. of a sudden there's Easter eggs everywhere. And people go, oh, cheers, Jesus. That's really nice. But that would never would have got in the Bible, would it? You no. know, that he'd, that he'd got Easter eggs for people. That, that wouldn't have got in the Bible. I don't know why. Well, back then they were made out of stone, weren't they? Because he had that big Easter egg in front of his um, cave when he when he, oh, when he did, didn't he? Yeah. isolated after yeah. the crucifixion. That's right. And, it was, uh, and that was the first Easter egg, wasn't it? Yeah, but that didn't go down well because it was made of stone and they changed the recipe. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the thing is, is that he missed a trick there, didn't he? Because he could have marketed stones as, as like his Easter eggs. You know, when he when he come out and and was like, you know, I'm the son of God. Yeah. He could have, he could have said, and here's my Easter eggs. Um, he could have gotten branded and he could have sold them, and then the money could have gone to charity, couldn't it? Yeah, but then he'd be he'd have been all over Facebook or the equivalent. He would have been in the town square, shouting mm-hmm. the odds, saying, "Oh, have you seen what I've done?" It yeah. seems a bit needy to me. Um, yeah, and, and and as and as for kicking the chair, the tables over, you know, in the in the temple. Yeah, I mean, reckless. Well, it, I mean, the thing is, he there is a number of different approaches he could have taken. You know, I mean, he could have just sort of just stood up and said, "Look, you know, not happy with what's going on." You know, just just like you know, chill out and and whatever, and you know, or he could have done a petition, like a, a survey monkey thing, you know. Yeah, but he Go didn't fund do that. Me. Go fund me, yeah. He just kicked over the table. So I mean, you know, P, you know, son of God, tick PR, big minus, big minus. Well, you know, he's yeah. It's like these typical second generation celebrities that are famous because of their father. They act up a little ah, bit. Yeah. Get a, you know, it feels yeah. like that kind of relationship here. Yes. 
And it's sort of like Ashley Tisdale did, or like the you know High School Musical. I mean, the first one, really, really yeah. good, very entertaining. God, yeah. fantastic, created the world. Seven days, bloody marvelous. Yeah. Second one, mm. High School Musical, mm, not as impressive. Tepid no. reviews, like Jesus should have got. And yeah. it, it wasn't even in a high school, Simon. It was. It was. No. It was at Sharpay's. Um, uh, bloody spa golf resort thing oh the golf one yeah yeah i remember that one yeah um and then of course she recorded that version of um last christmas didn't she uh in the um on the skating rink in uh, new york and she walked like a duck across the stage she did yeah, you, you check it out on youtube if you type yeah. in uh ashley tisdale last christmas live um and then you you see in uh, about three quarters of the way through the video she walks across the stage like a duck um wow I'll seriously have to put a link not, in the in the description yeah like like kind of um chuck berry when he used to play the guitar and he used oh, to do yeah, like hop around yeah. Yeah. yeah i think what she thought she was chuck she thought she was chuck briefly i think either that or or the the ghost the spirit of, of chuck entered her chuck entered her on stage and made her walk like a duck. Well, I who wouldn't, though? <laughs> what, who wouldn't walk like a duck if Chuck had got Ended in them? them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was known for that, getting in people and making them walk like ducks. Well, I should say so. People would get up the next morning, wouldn't they? And they'd get out of bed and walk like a duck. I've been ducked Chuck, and chucked. Chuck had been at them in the night. So, yeah. Last question for you. Um, okay. What do you reckon Ashley's up to at this very minute? Ashley Tisdale. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Self-isolating. She's probably self-isolating. She's probably doing a podcast. um, And she's probably, I don't know, showing people how to, um, how to do woodwork, maybe. Maybe showing them how to do, uh, you know, how to sand down a a sharp edge and, um, or make a jigsaw, perhaps. Perhaps she's showing people how to make jigsaws of her face. No, you're wrong. No, what's she up to? Uh, she's she's live streaming. Um, apparently, she's doing High School Musical songs currently. Is she really? Yeah, she's on um, she's on Twitter at the that moment. Would, that, that would cheer a lot of people up who were close to death, wouldn't it? To see yeah. Ashley Tisdale sing them a song from High School Musical. Well, I mean, I'll give her a shout out. I don't mind that. Um, she says, ah. "Come join me on TikTok at five p.m. Pacific time." That's very Pacific, isn't it? She's very Pacific about the time, isn't she? Yeah. And the TikTok yeah. also sort of carries on with that theme of time. Although... That's very clever. I see what you've done there with uh, with words. It's, it's very and, impressive. And interestingly enough, time has gone by. It's been an hour, one minute and 20 seconds. Is um, it really? That, it has, yeah. We've almost reached our, um, our limit there. Portillo time. Yeah. Well, it's funny she said it because I, I have actually been watching it while we've been talking. Um, yeah. And uh, it's actually yellow trousers, an orange jacket, and a white shirt today. So, um, oh, so the holiday mm, goes to for, someone else. And for our listeners uh, out there, he is literally going from Finsbury Park up to Stevenage. That's the that's the Great British Railway journey today. The straight line. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing. But he's gonna have he's gonna have an adventure in Finsbury Park, and then he's gonna go up to Stevenage and what? Go to the leisure park. Yeah, it's if all, it's, it's, if it's open. Shut. It's all shut, mate. You know, you can't go... Chiquito's is shut down now, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, I remember once I ordered a... Um, I have to be careful. A jalapeno fajita there. Oh, all right. Was that one of those Kiabata ones, was it? Yeah, something like that. Or quinoa. quinoa um, I think Kiabata. I had some, some Siri, Siria chacha sauce. Or Siria chacha. Oh, that's nice. I like that. It's like peri-peri, isn't it? But, I think but, so. But less shitty, yeah. Yeah. Right, well, um, I'll say goodbye. Well, I yeah, I've, I've actually got to go myself because uh, I've, yeah. um, I've, I've got a, um, an appointment because uh, I'm meeting the, uh, the Lord High Protector of the Shadow Whisperers tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, just What's after. Well, it's the, well, the reason is because is I've transgressed, you see. Mm. Um, I stole a mermaid's clutch purse from the far realms again. Yeah. Um, so I've got to go. And I meet thought your the... form was looking humanoid. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. You see, is that what what I did was uh, 
because I've transgressed, you see, because I stole the clutch purse, I've got to go and yeah. meet him. But to be honest, it was just there unattended on a rock. And I yeah. thought to myself, well, that's unattended. So was I'll it give a kelpie it... or a mermaid, sorry? A kelpie? It could have been a kelpie, actually. I honestly didn't know because I was running so fast at the time through the far mm-hmm. realms. I'm not sure. But basically, I thought, well, that's unattended. So I'll take it to lost property in, yeah. the, far, in the far realms. But the trouble is I got sidetracked by by the whispering in the shadows, mm. you see. And, and the I transgression. Thought, yeah, and what I thought was them saying, this way to the lost property, this way to the lost property, it was actually what they were saying was, think once, think twice, think bike. Mm. Which, if you remember from those public information films in the 1970s, was the one where the bloke was telling you to look out for motorbikes, and he yeah, sla- yeah. slammed his fist on the on the desk to say, you know, you've got to think once, think twice, think. I'm bike. serious about this. Yeah, and that's actually I like the one on. I like yeah. the one on the trains at the moment that says, "Now, is it see it, say it, sort it? Is that what they're saying?" See it, say it, sort it. Yeah. So basically, if you if you see a train, say it out loud, and then uh, sort it, arrange it in the alphabetical yeah. order or something. I don't know. Well, I t- I, here's a bit of satire for you. I mean, oh, the, yeah. How reliable are those trains? I mean, they should they should sort it. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah. <laughs> they, Getting they a bit should, political. They should sort it. They should sort it. So anyway, so what I've got. Timetable. Yeah, so what I've got to do is I've got to go to the Silver Castle and meet up with the Council of uh, Whisperers. Yeah. Um, but I've Just made up. Yeah, I've made up a flask of uh, Bovril, so I should be all right. But they do go on. They do go on, and, mm. and uh, I, I mean, if I can get out of there by ten, I'll be pleased. But of course, we've all got to be six foot away from each other. Um, yeah. Because even though they're shadow whisperers. Do you know what I mean? Can if a whisper they... reach six foot? What's the optimum whisper Well, length? I mean, once they've unleashed their viral load all over your face, then, uh, you know, you just, you don't know what you're going to get. No. So, um, and you don't want... Game. It is, isn't it? You don't want somebody's viral load all over your face, do you? I mean, that's no Absolutely way Absolutely not. That's no way to finish, is it? So, uh, there you go. <laughs> no. Anyway. Well, it's that... a way for us to finish. It is, isn't it? On that <laughs> bombshell, yeah. Well, right. it's been a, a very entertaining uh, Scottish episode, and we've uh, we've definitely been all over the shop, haven't we? And um, I shall I, I'll leave you with the final word. Yeah, well, I'll, um, it's been a pleasure having you once more. I'll play okay. the jingle. Um, Thank you very much, and I'll try not to talk over it this time. Okay, here's the jingle, and we'll see everybody soon. I should think. Oh no, that's Scottish. So bye bye, Erin, Liz, and Lemon Collie, and JC Nice and all the other people, yeah. Tell them to leave. Bye. Bye, see ya. The Sacred Cow. Oh, is it?